Hello, hello, and welcome to Self Care is Sexy. We're a podcast that's here to generate and share self care ideas with each other. Last episode, we talked about manufactured pressure, and I got a lot of really great feedback from our listeners that this was something that people really needed to hear about. You can find all our past shows on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, Podnation, even by asking Alexa to play, and of course at our website, www.selfcareissexy.com. Okay, I want to give you a quick preview of what to expect from today's show. Today, I want to talk about negative thought hangovers. I'm going to go through exactly what they are, how you can avoid them, and then give you some really fun and creative new self-care tools for how you can cure a negative thought hangover once you've experienced one. But first, a few quick housekeeping notes. Okay, so we're going to be talking about negative thought hangovers. And if you don't know what these are, or you're new to me and my show, I have a lot of like weird phrases and terms that I use when I talk um, about anything, not just about self-care, but just in general. I've shared with you my term that I use, closet fits. I've talked to you about, you know, what manufactured pressure is. And I've given you my Chris notes, as I like to call them. And I've even walked you through my use of Worser and the BBs. <laughs> and if you're completely confused AF as to what I'm talking about, no worries. Welcome to my show. If you're a returning listener, you are right there with me and you have heard these terms and you've been along for the ride with my creative colloquialisms and crazy speech. Either way, whether you're new or you're returning, I want to welcome you and give you some serious props, a big high five, a virtual hug, a hey, how's it going, a good for you, a boy, whatever you want to call it for turning your ear holes into the podcast this week and getting some positive re-encouragement, some enforcement to remind you that self-care is important, to give you that permission to put yourself first, and to really take some time out of your busy-ass, crazy, hectic life to remind yourself that self-care is sexy. Oh my God, friends, there is nothing hotter than a confident, in-control person who can set boundaries, who makes themselves a priority, who knows what they want, who goes after it, and who fucking takes a nap during the day when they need it. No guilt involved. So however you found us, however you've arrived, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about negative thought hangovers. And if you've never heard this term, it's probably because it's not very popular, but just wait, this is going to become a buzzword in the self-help world. Mark my words. Now, I want to give credit where credit's due. I actually got this concept from a great dear friend of mine, Misty. 
Misty and I are a part of an accountability group on the Marco Polo app. If you don't have Marco Polo, I highly recommend it. It's a really fun way to keep in touch with your friends, your families, and of course, for those of us that are entrepreneurs and fast-paced businesswomen, it's a really great way to network and keep in touch in a very real time. It's also extremely therapeutic if you are a big fan of traditional talk therapy or sometimes you just need to verbally express yourself to get it out, highly recommend you check it out. It's Marco Polo. So this is a great big shout out and giving all the props and all the cred to Misty from my Marco Polo accountability group. She came up with this term when she was sharing with me about a a situation that she had been going through and I I loved it. I told her I was going to use it. She gave me permission. But like I said, just you wait and see. This is going to be a big term that a lot of the self-help gurus are going to start talking about because I just don't think it's something that a lot of people really think about or know about. But I want to first start out by going through what exactly a negative thought hangover is and and kind of what creates it, how we get there. And then we're going to get into like how you cure it and of course the self-care ideas that we've got that are just going to blow your mind. We got some really, really creative, really fun, totally unique ideas. You are not going to find this through the Googles. We've got really great content that's going to help you. It's tangible. It's real. Hang out with me to the end and we're going to get to that good stuff. So, First, let's talk about what a negative thought hangover is. Now, the term hangover should be pretty self-explanatory, right? I think all of us can experience or have had an experience of over-drinking too much and waking up the next day feeling like absolute dog shit. If you have ever prayed to the porcelain goddess to please, please, please let you die because you overdrank. This is a lot like that, except for without the alcohol. So, in a nutshell, what a negative thought hangover is, is it's that really sluggish, shameful feeling that you're carrying around after you've criticized yourself a ton. So, with a traditional hangover, it's the fun and exciting drinking without eating or drinking enough water or drinking to excess. And then the hangover is the result of the headache, the nausea, the vomiting, you know, the explosive diarrhea and the horrible day that you have afterwards. So the the cause is this time of self-criticizing, of beating yourself up. And then the hangover is all the sluggish, shameful feelings that you're carrying around after the fact. So these hangovers usually happen after you've made a mistake, you've done something that you you really feel like you shouldn't have or that you wish you hadn't, and it's that state right after that that it's post-self-loathing. So a good way to to kind of get your head wrapped around this is let's get to, let's get you an example so you can kind of hear what I have to say. Let's say you're in a great relationship. Everything's going along fine. 
and some weird thing happens and you make googly eyes at somebody and you cheat on your partner, right? The sin of sin, right? You've made this huge error and you spend the next however long beating yourself up, shaming yourself, telling yourself what a piece of shit you are, you know, really just beating the mental crap out of yourself. And after all of that, if you make it through, God willing, you make it through that part of it, there is this this time period where you're kind of coming out of it. You might even be able to kind of look at it a little bit more objectively. You're not quite in the forgive yourself stage, but you're looking at it a little bit more objectively and you're starting to recognize like, okay, maybe there were some problems in the relationship. Um, Maybe there were some things that I didn't know about myself that veered me off course and, and you start to look at it more objectively than judgmentally. And that's when that real negative thought hangover kicks in. That's when you start to realize, wow, I have just spent X amount of days, months, years in some case, beating myself up and holding my feet to the fire of a mistake that I made. A real mistake, right? This isn't like, oops, I dropped a dish on the floor and I broke it, right? And then I tell myself I'm a great big failure asshole who can't even do the dishes, This is like a bigger thing than that. Although, honestly, you could have like a negative thought hangover from that as well. It doesn't have to be massive or huge. But these are the kind of examples that I want you to start thinking about. It's not the time that you spend beating yourself up. It's not the negative self-talk that we've talked about in past episodes. And it's not all the bad things you're thinking about yourself. It's kind of the emergence that happens after that. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about the negative thought hangover. It's also the point where you realize that you've been talking about yourself like an asshole for, you know, days, months, years even, where your your internal dialogue when it comes to yourself is so negative and so horrible and you start to see it. You start to realize the things that you're saying about yourself. So a lot of times when we're beating ourselves up, when we're talking shit about ourselves, when we're being complete asshats to ourselves, we don't really recognize that's what we're doing. And most of the time when we're in that mode, we really believe and we are really committed to that being the truth. But there is a moment When that changes and you start to see like, oh, maybe I'm not such a horrible piece of shit, but wow, I have really spent a lot of time beating myself up or damaging myself as a result of some mistake or some faux pas that I've made. Another aspect of what a negative thought hangover is is it's usually about the time when you're going through some shit where you say to yourself like, hmm, maybe I need some self-care. It's kind of that moment where you realize I have not been taking care of myself. I have been putting myself at the back of the list. I have been talking about myself like an asshole 
I have been beating myself up internally for a really long time. Maybe, maybe it's time to stop and maybe it's time to start to repair that. You might not be in the headspace where you're ready to like actually take action and do the self-care, but it's where that thought first enters your mind that like, hey, maybe I, maybe I'm not the biggest piece of shit in the world, right? And a lot of times this happens like after breakups where you've gone through a situation where maybe the breakup was your idea, maybe it wasn't. And you think of yourself like the biggest piece of shit, like you failed, like this divorce makes you an idiot at relationships, whatever it is. It's kind of that moment you start to think like, okay, this isn't going to change. We're not going to get back together. We're not going to get remarried. So now what? Right? It's that real limbo period between I fucked up and I hate myself and maybe I'm not such a piece of shit maybe there is a way through. That's where the negative thought hangover exists. The best example, I mean, the best way to explain what a negative thought hangover is, is to give you some examples. So my favorite example is if you were to go out drinking and you said to yourself, like, I'm going to cut down. I'm not going to get shwasty pants. I'm going to like, you know, have a few drinks with my friends, cut loose, but I'm going to keep it under control. And then you end up stealing a cop car and, you know, streaking down the street naked and getting something pierced, right? Like you just went way off the rails, right? And you told yourself you weren't going to get to that place. Or you miss a huge deadline with work or, or with school because you literally forgot or you procrastinated. You didn't make it a priority, Um, Or maybe you completely overspent your entire paycheck when you had bills and responsibilities and you told yourself you weren't going to do that. And there's that moment after these things happen where you sort of come out of it. You're kind of emerging from it. And then there's that time frame before you get to the action part where you're just thinking about how fucked up whatever it is you just did how you wish you hadn't done whatever it was you just did. That is a negative thought hangover. It's when you emerge from all of the shitty, self-loathing, beating yourself up thoughts and energy, and you start to glimpse the light at the end of the tunnel of, maybe I don't have to think that way about myself. And this is really, really important that you recognize that space. I think a lot of people go from like beating themselves up, talking to themselves like an asshole, shaming themselves, and they go straight into action, really trying to overcorrect whatever mistake or faux pas or whatever it is that you did. Right. And I think that a lot of people skip over this really important transitional phase that can be used to your advantage if you're willing to slow down and spot it and get good at curing it. So now, now that we all have an idea of what Chris means when she says negative thought hangover, 
we're going to get into the fun part of how do you cure it, right? If you've ever had a gnarly hangover where you, you know, you're your head is pounding and the room is spinning and you just feel like dog shit. All you want is relief. All you want is a cure. You will drink a raw egg. You will stand on your head. You will do whatever little weird thing Google comes up with to try to get away from that horrible feeling. And so I've got some ways on how you can get out of the horrible feeling of the negative thought hangover. Number one, it's so important, and it's going to sound like a broken record, but it's really important that you recognize that you've just been in a really shitty headspace for a while and that you're going to need some pampering and some nurturing and, you guessed it, some self-care. And if you, you cannot get to the other end of a negative thought hangover without recognizing that, hey, the only way out of this is to give myself a little grace, forgive myself for what I've just done, And really contemplate some ways I can nurture, pamper, and give myself the self-care I need. If you cannot get your brain to that place, none of these other tips are going to work. Because your brain has to buy in to you needing this. And this is really, really important to my newbies out there. If you are new to self-care, if self-care is difficult for you, this is going to seem like a pretty challenging thing to do because you're going to have to kind of advance your understanding about when and why and where we apply self-care because self-care is most effective when you have just beat yourself up and treated yourself like garbage. Like, Don't get me wrong, getting a pedicure every three weeks or having your hair done and things like that. Those are important acts of self-care, but when it really makes a difference about your life and how you think about yourself and the direction you're going, it's when you can apply self-care after you've done a fuck-up and after you've spent all this time thinking about what a shitty person you are. That's when the self-care is really going to have the impact that's going to change your life. Number two, when we're curing that negative thought hangover... It's really important to get back to the basics of self-care, which is always sleep, right? We've talked about this a million times. The number one act of self-care is sleep. Number two is water. Number three is nourishing food. And number four is lots and lots of forgiveness. You cannot get out of the negative thoughts hangover without taking the time to physically nourish yourself through water, through rest, through food. And you cannot get out of the negative thought hangover without cultivating some self-forgiveness. Now, I've got entire episodes on self-forgiveness. So if that's something you struggle with, if you want to go deep dive into that, Search the archives at the website, www.selfcareissexy.com. Just type into the little search bar, self-forgiveness. You're going to find at least three or four episodes where I go into detail, deep dive detail on how you cultivate self-forgiveness. And knowing how to do that, 
changes everything. Number three, to cure a negative thought hangover, you're going to have to stand firm in your boundaries. And this is extremely important. Again, if you're new to the show and you're like, I fucking suck at boundaries, don't even know what they are, I'm a doormat, people walk all over me, plenty of episodes in the archives, I've been on the air for three years, you're gonna find something about how to set boundaries if you're not good at it. But mainly, I'll get you to the the kind of the short short answer here, is that When you're really thinking about standing firm in your boundaries, you got to start with what is your responsibility? And this is actually a life hack that's going to change everything, whether it's self-care, whether it's your finances, whether it's your weight, whether it's relationships, whether it's a job. If you can start from the point of what is my responsibility? And the answer is shortcut, fast, you know, I'll, I'll save you the time. The answer is what's in your control, what is your responsibility, is your own wellness. It's why you're tuning into this podcast. You decided at some point today, while you're scrolling through, you found me, you met me, we talked, you thought this was a great idea, somebody said something, You decided that your wellness was your responsibility. And so you're listening to a podcast that's talking to you about how to make your wellness your own responsibility. And that is a boundary that you're setting with yourself and with others. So it's very important that if you want to get out of a negative thought hangover, that you really take ownership of your own wellness. Because you are not in charge of other people's happiness. Not even your kid's happiness. It is not your job to make your wife, your husband, your spouse, your multiple partners, your work folks your mom. It is not your job to make anyone happy. And shocker, friends, you can't. You cannot make anyone else happy. It's not your job and you're not going to do it right. That is their responsibility. Your responsibility is making you happy. Your responsibility is taking care of you. And as a reminder, when it comes to standing firm in your boundaries, something I don't think a lot of newbies really understand, and if you've been with me for a while, you know I'm going to say it a thousand times, but it's okay for you to be angry at someone that you love and for them to be angry at you. I feel like our society, our culture looks at anger like it's this big evil monster, like it's the Hulk, it's going to smash small cities. Anger is a very important and powerful tool. And every time you try to suppress it in the people around you or within yourself, you are trampling your own boundaries. Because anger is an important tool. It lets you know this is a line we do not cross. And if you want to cure this negative thought hangover that you have about all the shitty things you've been telling yourself, the second you start agreeing that being angry about it is okay, 
is the second you're going to start healing from it and moving on. You are not required to be the same person or to do the same things or say the, the same things that you have always said. This is a huge boundary. And if you truly want to get out of that negative thought hangover and get away from all the toxic things you've been saying about yourself inside, you're going to have to get to that place where you finally understand that you don't always have to do what you've always done. Look, people, mama can change your mind. Mama can walk away from the dishes, from the laundry, from the doing the, the making the lunches and feeding the dogs and being in charge of all the things. Mama can change. You have that permission and that opportunity. And the moment you do, you are allowing that hangover to dissipate. Because you've now moved from the place where you've talked about yourself in such a shitty way that you feel gross and you feel saturated in all of this shame and guilt about whatever it is you did to get yourself into that hangover. And you can say, all right, maybe that's how I was before. Maybe that's what I did before. But you're allowed to change and you're allowed to drop those expectations. And when you do, poof, gone is the hangover. Number four, if you want to cure your negative thought hangover, you've got to give yourself permission. Now look, folks, if you're new to my show, you might not know this, but the tagline that I use every single episode is that we're here to give you permission to put yourself first. This is not about how do I take care of myself once the dishes, the laundry, the food, the work, the promotion, the dogs, once all that's done, how do I then take care of myself? Or how do I get myself a bubble bath three weeks from now when it's, you know, there's free space on the calendar? No, no. This is about putting yourself first right the fuck now. I've had entire shows about this. The short answer is you let yourself do whatever you need to do to feel better without guilt. And you do that by saying in your head, I give myself permission to whatever, do the thing, take a bath, go for a walk, read a book, drink some tea, whatever it is, let the dishes pile up. And then the most important step after that is that you thank yourself for letting yourself do the thing. Now, I know this sounds super hippie woo-woo and like, I'm not going to talk to myself out loud. That's totally fine. Do it in your head and watch it change your life. If you are in the middle of doing your laundry, your dishes, your chores, your sweeping, your mopping, your what the fuck ever... And you don't want to be doing it right now because you'd rather take a break because you are in the red. You are at your wits end. You've had enough. Stop and tell yourself, okay, I give my permission. I give myself permission not to finish this today. 
And then at the end of the day, no matter what kind of feedback, pushback, bullshit you get, you thank yourself for allowing yourself to do that. Number five, you're going to use charcoal. Now, if you've ever actually had an alcohol-induced hangover, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There are these pills. They are over-the-counter. They're called black charcoal. If you have an actual alcohol hangover, you can take them, and they really do relieve you from all of the crazy symptoms. But like an actual hangover, you're going to need to come up with a detoxifier from all the negative thoughts that you've been having. And you can literally use the pills, the shakes. It can be done with meditation, getting isolated, being alone in nature. Or it can just be a total flush of your like mind, body, and your entire space. You can drink a gallon of water. You can do an hour-long meditation. You can, you know, completely rearrange your bedroom or living room. Those are examples of how you're going to detoxify. And these are important steps that you're going to take in order to ensure that you get through this negative thought hangover. Now that we got some ideas on how to cure it, once you've once you, you've been in the shit, you're right, you've had the shitter, you've been in the duder about yourself, you've been talking to yourself like an asshat, you've been judging yourself, shaming yourself, putting yourself down, putting yourself at the bottom of the list, making everybody else more important than you, and really neglecting your own self-care. I want to talk about how you avoid the negative thought hangover. Because being able to cure it, great advice, hope it works for you, there you go. But more importantly is learning how to avoid it altogether, right? And, and how you avoid a regular hangover is you eat beforehand, you drink water, you're responsible, and you know when to stop. But when it comes to negative thought hangovers, there's a little bit more prep work involved that's going to help you prevent from getting there in the first place. So number one, how you avoid this negative thought hangover is you're going to really watch and pay attention to your language. I say this all the time. If we're friends, if we hang out, you've probably heard me say it a million times. It's a broken record, but... Words matter. Words matter. Language matters. And if you want to avoid negative thought hangovers where you feel like shit about yourself, you're going to want to start really using empowering speech. And what that means is instead of saying things like, I can't, I can't, I can't do self-care. I can't. I, I, I've got so much laundry. I just, I can't do self-care. You need to switch your language to, what could I do? Like, yes, you probably need to do laundry. Everybody likes clean underwear. I'm, I'm all for the clean underwear club. But when it comes to self-care, when it comes to taking care of yourself, if you're coming at it from a mindset like, there's no way in hell I can do self-care today, you're really setting yourself up for that negative thought hangover. So what you want to do is really focus your energy on what can you do. Can you take five minutes 
to just sit and be quiet with yourself, to meditate, to drink a cup of tea, to go for a walk. What can you do? You're creative as fuck. You found the podcast. I'm sure you can figure out something, something, anything that you can do in your day that is self-care related. Another example is is when people say, I'm so busy or I'm so behind. That language is so limiting and that language is so defeating. You need to get good at saying things like, I get a lot done in a day and like, or my focus is my choice or I can control getting this, this, and this done today. You really have to get creative with how you use your speech to really prevent yourself from getting into that negative thought hangover where you're belittling yourself and you're beating yourself up and you're telling yourself what's wrong with you, what you can't do, all the defects. That's what you want to avoid. And the best way to avoid that is really using empowering speech. The other way that you can avoid a a negative thought hangover, how you can just bypass that bullshit altogether, is that you're going to have to stop acting like you can do it all. You are not going to Martha Stewart magically create a dinner of eight courses and get the laundry done and do your work and take evening classes at Dartmouth and help your kid with their science project and look absolutely flawless in pearls and a dress. Do you know what I mean? Like, just get out of that mentality that you, you can do it all or that you have to do it all or that you're the only one who can do it. You can delegate and empower the people around you to do the things that need to get done to manage the family unit so that you can have time for yourself. And in doing that, you're going to avoid the negative onslaught of how much of a failure you are by not getting it all done, thus resulting in a negative thought hangover. It's really important that you really start thinking about your ability to release control, your ability to let go of the things that truly don't matter. Because it is your thoughts about what you're supposed to be doing. It is your thoughts about what make you a good partner or wife or husband. It is your thoughts about what your kids need from you that is creating this idea of all the things you have to get done in a day. When the truth of the matter is, all you need to do is show up as yourself in a good fucking mood. (laughs) And the only way to do that is through self-care and avoiding talking about yourself and talking to yourself like an asshole. Now, we know what a negative thought hangover is. We know how to avoid it. Now we're going to get to the fun part. We're going to get to the self-care ideas. And these are 10 new, totally unique self-care ideas to help you get out of a negative thought hangover. Number one, you're going to focus on that patternistic thinking 
and you're going to identify it when it comes up. So like the patternistic thinking is, I'm so busy. No one ever helps me with the chores. I can't do it all by myself, right? The first way that you're going to take care of yourself is you're going to recognize what patterns you continually perpetuate because recognizing those patterns is going to help you defeat them in the future. You're going to see like, okay, I often tell myself the story that I'm too busy for self-care. If you get to the place where you're like, oh, I say that all the time, then you can use your magical, wonderful, creative brain to figure out a way to disprove that or to change that thinking or rearrange your day so you don't have to do everything every day perfectly in order to either earn self-care or earn your self-praise or earn your self-compassion. Because you really should be able to love on yourself just because you're here. If you're new to my show, that might be a hard concept for you to really embrace. But we're just going to go to the advanced level, which means you're going to agree that you deserve self-care. You deserve self-compassion. You deserve your own grace and forgiveness just because you're here. You got a heartbeat. You're breathing. Your ear holes are turned into this podcast. Therefore, you deserve self-love, self-compassion, and above all, self-care. Number two, a self-care idea for curing a thought hangover, a negative thought hangover, a DIY self-care box. We've talked about these in creating these before. They can be really pretty and fun. You want to include snacks, some smelly good stuff, a little love letter to yourself, pictures that make you smile. The whole point is to get creative and do something for yourself to reconnect to yourself when you're in that really bad place. Number three, you want to work on self-esteeming. What is self-esteeming, Chris? Well, there's an entire podcast on it, but the the long story short is in order to build your own self-esteem and to feel good about yourself, you gotta do good things. And what are good things, you might ask? That's like volunteering. It's, you know, affirmations in front of a mirror. It's all the things that build you up and make you feel good about yourself. It could be a list of your accomplishments. You could dust off all those old trophies that you've got tucked away in a sentimental box and put them on display. It could be digging out awards, medals, things like that, and giving them the kind of props they deserve. And that, my friends, is self-esteeming. Get creative and start looking for ways that you can celebrate the good things you've done because I know you've done some. Number four, create a feeling map. If you don't know what a feeling map is, go to my website, Google feeling map on selfcaresexy.com, and you're going to come up with all the different ways that you create a feeling map. You start with the feeling that you're having the, the biggest feeling that you're having, and then you draw a little line out from them and all the little sub-feelings that create that, and then you start working backwards on how to either change that feeling, embrace that feeling, and really get to know what is it that you're actually feeling. 99.9% of the time, we bury our feelings because we're afraid of what they mean. Long story short, you get to know them, you get to be able to 
work with them in a positive manner and get to use them to your advantage. So it's really worth doing it. Number five, try out a new app like the Silver Cloud Health app or the CBT therapy app. There is a fuck ton of new research that shows that these e-health apps actually make you take better care of yourself. You get the little dopamine hit of checking shit off and you really get that reminder and all of that creative permission that you've been looking for to really take time to take care of yourself. Number six, you can clubber size. Oh my God, this is like the newest thing. It is better than Zumba. And if you don't have it in your town, Google it, find it, make a plan to travel to where it's at. They have them in Portland, Seattle, uh, San Francisco. They're basically non-alcoholic clubs where you can go and it's just about dancing and being free and expressing your body. And it's an incredible way to get self-care. If you've never been, I highly recommend it. It's almost as cool as the silent discos, which are another wonderful way to take care of yourself. A little unique. You get the body action, the community, plus you just get to be free to express yourself, which is going to really help with that self-esteem. Number seven, if you don't know me and we've not hung out, You probably don't know that I do the Tony Robbins priming. Now, if you don't know what that is, just Google it. You'll find it. It's a daily meditation that gets you into an elevated positive state. This is an incredible way to take care of yourself on a daily basis and get you the fuck out of a negative hangover lickety split. Takes about 15 minutes. It's a little weird, I won't lie, but it does the trick no matter what kind of negative headspace you're in. Number eight, you can visit a cat lounge. If you are a furry, cuddly person that loves the self-care with the animals, they've got them everywhere. Just Google it, cat lounge. You can go cuddle them. It's super fun. They do tricks. They play. You can spend all day loving up on the little animals, and you don't have to clean up after them or take them home with you, unless you want. Number nine, you're going to feed your creative mind by using the high cubes or journal prompt cards. So if you're like me and you're super creative, you love writing, maybe you're, you're digging poetry, a really great form of self-care is using those high cubes. They are literally dice with words on them. You roll the dice, you create poetry. It is a blast. It's going to take you out of your negative headspace and get you into a different state of thinking, not only about yourself, but life in general. It's the same with the journal and the daily prompts, the daily prompt cards for journaling. There are some that are going to take you to whole other places in your mind, uncover all the fun stuff, which is such a great way to get you out of that negative thought hangover. And last but not least, my friends, before I give you this self-care idea, let me just say, again, if you're new to me, I'm glad you stuck, you stuck through it all the way to the end. I use this stuff called Source Code. It's a CBD topical rub. You can find it at sourcecodecbd.com. 
I do not get paid. I am not endorsing a product. I'm just letting you know what I use for self-care. This helps with muscle aches, pains. It even helps me with my sunburn. It's an option for self-care that's going to get you feeling loose and good, and that will help you get to a better headspace when it comes to the negative thought hangovers. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining me. I know that was a longer show, but I had a lot to share with you. That's it for this week. If you have a story you'd like to share and you want to be on the show, please email me. It's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. Okay, we got a lot of really great content coming your way, so stay tuned. And remember that self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first.